the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. If you crash your ride and your money's real tight, Attorney King will be your number one guy. He'll take your case and get you healed up nice. He'll get you paid and the numbers don't lie. Attorney you ever been injured in a car or motorcycle accident? Well, there's only one number to call. Attorney King. 619-333-3333. Attorney King. God bless. All right, folks. Welcome back. You are listening to San Diego Automobile Museum Radio, brought to you by King uh, and Poor. If you've got any kind of an accident where you've been injured, car motorcycle it doesn't make any difference the king will totally take care of you and get every penny you deserve 619-333-3333 just give him a call set up an appointment they'll assign a lawyer to you and they're all over san diego la orange county irvine temecula bakersfield san bernardino riverside north county makes no difference when in doubt call the king 619-333-3333 all right, we've got, amazingly, two young gentlemen uh, representing the Auto Museum, both assistant curators. we got got, uh, uh, I can't even speak, Peter Gambino and Calvin King. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Hello, how are you doing, Dave? It's good Very to be here. Very good. And Calvin? Yeah, thanks for having us on. I really appreciate it. All right, so both of you are assistant curators, uh, and I guess the fact of the matter is you're both pretty young, and that shows the vision of the museum. Oh, yeah, definitely. Trying to get a younger crowd in there. So, you know, fresh out of college, ready to bring things a little bit to the modern field, I guess. And, and you wanted to get into the museum world once you graduated from college. I've been wanting to get into the museum world since, I would say, sophomore year of yeah. college. Yeah, I, uh, you know, was at a historical society uh, two years. And so working with two historical societies in their museums really just made me have such a love for working with old things and artifacts. And so and it's the history is what you were it's, that oh, motivated you. Oh, my God. I've always been a history buff my whole life. And... That's but not necessarily cars. No, not always cars, but you have to see the importance of cars on American history. I mean, yeah, the country oh. wouldn't be what it is today right. without the automotive industry. Exactly. So, you know, when you think of American culture, a lot of things people think about muscle cars, right? You know, it just instantly comes through your mind. So. Sure. And, you know, our great interstate system is just, I've driven my car across the country multiple times. So the amount of memories I have yeah. just Isn't being fun? in a car. And Isn't doing, that cool? Oh, greatest experience ever. Greatest experience yeah. here. Calvin, how about you? Um, yeah, not, not a big car guy growing up, but really into history. Um, you know, that kind of started when I was a kid. My grandpa was a World War II vet, so that uh, really got me into military history, that sure. kind of stuff. And, you know, grew up in San Diego. Uh, he was a big car guy. My brother's a big car guy. He owns an auto shop out in Santee. So I, I grew up around cars, just never really got into it until I started at the museum. You know, I went to UCSD for history. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, kind of, kind of like Peter started off at historical society. I was at the La Jolla historical society okay. for two years on an and then after that, uh, and I graduated 
first uh, museum job out of college was at the Automotive Museum. Had you ever been to the museum prior yeah, to that? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm San Diego native, love that all. Well, the only so. reason I say that is because I've been with it since the day they opened the doors. And nothing that made me crazier is because I'm, I'm a big promoter. I go out there, hey, have you been to the Automotive Museum? <laughs> We have an automotive museum? Yeah, it's right next to the air and space. Really? I didn't know that. Well, now, thanks to Lenny and his team, and you guys are definitely part of the team, now when I tell people that, hey, have you been to the automotive museum? Yeah, man, that place is awesome. So it's finally working because this museum is for San Diegans, without mm-hmm. a shadow of a doubt. Definitely. The way, yeah. With the way it's laid out. With the with what they do with it, you know, it's not a place where people store their cars. It's a place where people can learn about the industry, and there's so many programs that you guys are emulating. You know, with the you know, you've got the uh, the educational aspect of it. Mm-hmm. You got the kids' corner. You got a library in progress, and you got just so much more. Oh yeah, we have a lot to do with San Diego and with helping the community. I think that's definitely our goal moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to be a premier automotive museum, you know, an institution that drives education and it drives, you know, just a love for automotives and, and all of its history. Not just, you know, the modern stuff, but also the old stuff as well. You know, we got it all. And right. it's really just great seeing it all and watching people enjoy it every single day coming to the museum, just seeing smiling faces, well, you know, young kids. It's, it, it's a great experience. And the interesting thing about it, too, is, you know, is that you guys are young enough that you probably don't realize all the cars just about all the cars especially the older the brass era cars Mm -hmm. they were all made by hand oh yes yeah it's like art there's no computers you know there were no cad machines you know that they designed a pierce arrow (laughs) that was all done by you know blood sweat and a big hammer really when it came right down to it so i'm sure every time you go to the museum and you look at what's on display, it, it's almost mind-boggling. It, it truly is, especially some of the pre-1910 uh, cars, you know, before uh, Ford really started the whole assembly line. Yeah. Uh, Gecko, it's like those cars are just pieces of automotive art. Yeah. So, they're so pretty to look at, and right. I just love being next to them every single day. And we don't have that anymore, no, other, than, no, no, other no. than the custom car builders, you uh-huh, know. Exactly. You know, the the different guys, like I know Lenny was just at SEMA, and, you know, all of those are handmade, you know, custom-made cars. And we've lost that art, and we need to get back into it. And I think that's what the vocational program at the museum, because all we have to do is spark an, a, 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 an interest in a young child, boy or girl, doesn't make any difference. If you can give them that little spark that makes them say, ooh. Because, like I said, neither one of you really thought about the auto museum. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah it wasn't my first farthest uh, thing. No, farthest thing. <laughs> but it's it's where I ended up. It's who gave me an opportunity, and I'm so grateful for it. Right, and they also have a restoration uh, shop down in South Bay. Yep, and that could be for you know older gentlemen you know maybe that worked on cars that don't work on them anymore or would like to get back in it. Maybe they can't afford to buy a, a classic car to work on it, but they still like working on cars. They have that, but there's no age limit down there either. No, not at all. Yeah, it's for young people and old people. Yeah. yeah. In fact, you guys probably ought to trip on down there every once in a while just to kind of get a little, you know, <laughs> background on what yeah. it took to get from point A to point B. It's very true. Yeah, they got a lot of experience down there. We got some great people volunteering for us. Yeah, unfortunately, they didn't have Napa way back when when you could go down. <laughs> you ended up having to make whatever it is that you needed to keep that car going from uh, point A to point B. So did you guys make it to the gala? 
Uh, yes, where well, we were working it actually. Yeah, we were at we the, were front doing desk. the front desk check-ins <laughs> and the uh, checkouts after. So we heard a lot of the music, but we didn't really get oh, to see it. Oh, you didn't really <laughs> have some fun with it. Yeah. But it was uh, just a major success. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It was huge. We went way over our goal, and it was just a great experience. And, 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 and the reason I bring that up, folks, whenever the gala comes back around, I highly recommend you buy your tickets early. Otherwise, you're going to get, you know, because that thing sold out mm-hmm. like, in, like crazy. A lot of people. Mm-hmm. And that money is what motivates and keeps the museum up and running and puts it into a, a situation. I know it, and it was done on the backside of the museum this yes, year. Yes, yeah. Uh, last year, I know it was in the front. Uh, this year, though, we had to do it in the back, and we set up a great. That's like, what I heard. Yeah, completely great setup there. It was awesome. We had Sugar Ray back there. Yep. The whole st- It looked like night and day. When I tell you, it was it went from a dirt lot to this like beautiful like greenery, just this whole amazing setup. Isn't that I couldn't crazy? believe it. Yeah, we watched it out of our windows in the office. Yeah, like throughout yeah. the week, just seeing it build and build. And every day, we're like, oh wow, they're doing so great. Like that looks crazy. And then like they're like they're like they're not even close to done yet. Right. And then by the end of it, it was just. Oh, and by the way, you don't get to go because you're working up front, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's the best part. Yeah, that is the best part. Well, you've got to be proud to be oh. associated with the auto museum. Oh, oh we are. Yeah. Yes. It's uh, it's definitely, you know, nice getting to, you know, especially coming from a historical society. And yeah. You say, yeah, I work for the Automotive Museum at Balboa Park. Because, you know, the, the weight that Balboa Park carries in San Diego, oh, you know. It's, huge. It's, you know, it's the first thing people think of when they hear museum related to San Diego. So getting to be a part of that and getting to see it do so well under the current staff. Right. You know, and we, we love everyone we work with. It's it's really makes coming to work every day a joy and getting to like work towards these goals. Yeah. With the team that we have, you know, it's it's fantastic. And it's like family. Exactly. exactly. And, and that's what Lenny has done. He's, he's handpicked people, you know, because he gets a lot of applications, I'm sure. But he totally handpicks mm-hmm. the team. That's going to make it work, and I'm telling you, it's definitely, and, and which means you could volunteer, you could donate, you could join join the museum. We'll talk about that. Let's take a quick break when we come back. A whole lot more right here on San Diego Automotive Museum Radio, FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to San Diego Automotive Museum Radio, right here on FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer, and I want to thank King and Poor for sponsoring our show. He does such a phenomenal job. Hopefully, you've never been in an accident, but if you ever did get into an accident, then the King is who you need to contact, 619-333-3333, especially if you've been injured. Uh, One good thing, the King has been noted the number one uh, injury lawyer in San Diego, the best of, uh, five years in a row now, and he's been in town for over 20 20 plus years they'll sit down they'll chat with you no charge and take a look at your case and if he knows he can help you he will go 180 miles an hour in your benefit call him 619-333-3333 that's king almondpour all right we got two guests in the house we got uh, peter gambino and calvin king they're both the assistant curators new to the museum both fresh out of college fresh blood yeah, fresh blood. Yeah, so that means Lenny works them to death. I mean, here you are on radio, and you're not getting a dime for it, but that's okay. It's all about giving back to the museum. Exactly. So when it comes to – I try to get people to join the museum, and that is so, so, so important. What we always need. And what is it, $25 a year, or do you know? Uh, oh, I do not know. It's, a thir- it's 35 currently. 35, 35 a year. Okay. Which – 
35 a year. Come on. Yeah, and then a family membership, 60. And we're doing a buy one, get one promotion right now. So if you oh. buy any membership, you can give one of corresponding or lower value to someone. So if you get a family membership and want to gift a, um, oh, you know, an individual. What a know. great gift. Yeah, Brandy came up with that, actually. Um, our deputy director of guest experience. That's so. the lady that put an <laughs> ice cream box at the exit to the museum. And Lenny went, what are you doing that for? Hey, you've been hoofing the museum, you leave, you get a nice ice cream, and you go outside, <laughs> sit on the bench, and enjoy. What a better place than Balboa for that, right? <sighs> yeah. Dream. And <laughs> before you guys showed up, because the front area where it's all like a park, mm-hmm. used to be parking. Yeah, yeah I, remember I remember that. that. Yeah. And yeah. we all kicked and screamed when the city said, no, we're getting rid of the parking. We just turned out to be the smartest move Best ever. Decision. I know, isn't it crazy? It's it's perfect. I eat my lunch out there. Yeah. <laughs> How could you not? I mean, it's beautiful out there. And the way that they're redoing the front of the museum, you know, it doesn't look like a warehouse anymore. No, yeah. yeah, the murals yeah, are beautiful. Big. I love Which those. it used to be yeah. a warehouse. Yeah, I hate exactly. to tell you. That's what it used to be. But you know, but Lenny's the kind of guy I would hate to be on the city council and have to go up against Lenny. Because <laughs> he comes in with logic, purpose, and a vision. And it's really hard to argue with those those three three items, no doubt about it. Uh, and there's so much on the on the plate. Anything that you guys want to talk about that that's coming up uh, for people to keep their eye open? Oh, definitely. Well, <laughs> talking about the building and making it look better. Eventually, we'll have those uh, two bronze bears statues back up on there. That's you know, what like I heard. Historical. Looking forward to that. You know, we don't know exactly when that's going to happen, but it's in the works. So. That's going to be a great thing, you know. Make the building a little bit more. And isn't that from uh, the original? from the, yeah, the original, uh, yeah, 1930 Yeah, it'll, it'll look just like it did in thirty five, wow. kind of matching with the little front plaza area. Wow. So, I mean, we we have a picture in our office of the building and stuff. During so you that just time. keep looking. Yeah, at so it's it. like, yeah, it's, we're going to go right back to that. So it's really cool to see. <laughs> Air and space is going to be bumming because I'm telling you, because they used to be, you know, that's all you ever knew was the air and yeah, space. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You can have a big airplane. Like we want bears. We're taking over. <laughs> And, yeah. and they're in the Ford building, too. Yeah. yeah. Ironically. Go so, yeah, we should be in there. <laughs> you know. I know. I never understood it. But, hey, you know what you do? You take lemons, you make lemonade. Because you guys <laughs> yeah. will definitely. And, really, the collaboration between the two is perfect. Because you got air and you got transportation on oh, the yeah. ground. It is great. So, it's really a, a great partnership. You go into one, go through that, then come into the uh, you know the automotive museum. And you never know what you're going to see. Because ch- we changed the floor. At the Automotive Museum, way more than they do at Air and Space. Oh, yeah, it's constantly Because you can't move anything around in Air and Space. I mean, speaking of constantly changing the floor, we have a a lowrider exhibit going on right now that is changing out every few weeks. Yeah. New lowriders coming into the museum. We got partnerships with uh, Genuine. Uh, They're a... uh, Lowrider Club here in San Diego. Yeah. Their staple been around since the 80s. Yeah, out of South Bay. Yeah, Yeah. they come to KUSI all the time. The only thing you got to be careful with, especially when I'm on TV, is the murals. You got to be a little careful with the murals because the first time I had them on, I didn't check the cars. Mm. And there were some rather X-rated murals oh. on the trunk of one car. <laughs> and I got, okay, I won't do that again. So now I always inspect them. But the, you talk about workmanship. Have you seen oh where God. they're where they're sketching and, and, and engraving the frames? It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's mind-boggling when you thought the about work it. that they've done on these cars over the years. It's just it is it is a piece of art more yeah. than it is a car. You know, yeah. it is really just an expression of the the creator, and it's just it's a great thing to see, especially coming in and out of the museum because you know it is an automotive museum. People want to see the cars, but at the same time, 
it is nice to have that art aspect in the museum as well. And that's you hit it right on the head, especially when they come in and they've got hydraulics and they're jacking yeah, it up exactly, in the front, yes. and the back, <laughs> and the sides, the side. Oh, I know. Took me forever to get them on KUSI TV. Took really? me forever because hey, you know, well, you know, dude, your cars are just awesome, dude. That's yeah. sci-fi. Now I can't get rid of them, but, <laughs> but it's okay because it's they they give back to the community. And don't you guys, you're still doing the cars and coffee? Yeah, uh, yes, we're still still doing cars and coffee. Yes. And they make you work that too. Uh, uh, I typically work that yeah. uh, i'll be in the gift shop those mornings um we've been getting great turnout with uh cars and coffee though yeah. it's, it's it's awesome seeing the stuff that comes from all over the county just it's to be part crazy. of that um you know and it's also like a good resource for us to see if anybody wants to you know loan us their car at some point for a future exhibit or, yeah because your floor changes exactly. constantly yeah, I know my wife's got an 82 Supra L that we're going to bring down. I just got to get it, go get it detailed because I don't want it to look shabby. <laughs> don't want to stand out too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's her car. She absolutely loves that car. But let's talk about the gift shop for a moment because that young lady has just totally turned that, that around. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, – I actually – I work in the gift shop occasionally you know, when we need help, and it's uh, it's it's a great – you know, part of the museum because it, it really allows people to take home a memory with them from right. the museum, be it a shirt. I, I've seen you come in and get some shirts. Oh, before. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, get, and here's the thing. If you've got somebody in the family or a friend that you're buying for a birthday or, or whatever, and you don't know what to get them. Exactly. Nothing beats the Automotive Museum oh, gift yes. shop. Yeah, we got great merchandise in there. Because she has really figured out what car guys and car girls would love okay and things that she'll say i said well how about this no 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 that's not we don't want to do that we want to do this and and she's got it figured out and it and it grows every time i go in i mean it Mm -hmm. gets gets bigger and bigger and bigger that's everything with the museum right there is everything is just getting better and bigger here at the the automotive museum it's amazing i have to tell you though she's just just seen her on radio a while back i had her in here i thought she's gonna pass out she was telling us about that (laughs) yeah Yeah, she's over there and i'm going oh no i guess are you okay and then then once of course once we got rolling she was fine uh she won't come on tv i already tried that (laughs) not doing tv but i will do you know radio and 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 that's I think the common denominator of what I see at the Auto Museum is you guys all have the same mentality, and it's to put the museum out there and put it first. And, folks, if you listen to us bragging and bragging and bragging, <laughs> you got to go down and see what we're talking about. And if you don't believe us, you could grab one of these guys and fight and say, hey, you know, you guys are full of it. But you're not because it is what – you and Lenny and the whole team, and I and I can't overemphasize it's a team. Mm-hmm. Definitely, a family. totally a team. Yeah. You know, you, I don't know if you're aware, but you got the second largest motorcycle museum yeah, on the West Southern Coast, California. Yes, yeah, that's something Cal- that people don't expect when they come into our museum. You know, they come in thinking cars, 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 and then when they see the amount of motorcycles we have and the history of motorcycles we have in that in this museum, people are so surprised. It's it's awesome for people it, who are really into motorcycles. Yeah, yeah. And even if you're not into motorcycles, yeah, I definitely. mean, you've got motorcycles from the 1900s. Yeah. <laughs> you've got Indians. You've got Harley Davidson, which was the big bat. You got British bikes. Yeah, we do. You got movie star bikes. You got Steve got McQueen. Steve McQueen. Mm-hmm. Paul Newman. Uh, Paul Newman. Yeah. Uh, Elvis, perhaps here, pretty quick. Oh, you got it. You got a big. Uh, it's Sally's got it in the works, but yeah, we might have a Elvis bike coming in. Uh, <laughs> Add he, that to the stock. And he used to buy bikes and cars for all of his fans and friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was. Oh, he was really big into it i, I kind of wish we would have gotten one of his ones from the 50s because his harleys are great oh. but one we're getting at should be from 
mid seventies, I think, yeah. and it's, it'll, it'll still be pretty cool to have. Yeah, there. but you can't. Harley's all look the same. Exactly. I mean, it's not, they're, they're, you know, they don't get too carried away as far as not, you know being uh, you know fancy and what have you. And you got Dan Gurney's alligator. Yes. Yeah. Which, if you've never seen that. No one has seen that. I mean, that is the oddest motorcycle where you actually sit in it, not on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're sitting in a chair. Did yeah. you guys go sit on it just to see what it felt like? We tried not to, to, to touch our <laughs> We had to move it around, the, though, and yeah, that was moved, plenty. To, That's what plenty. we had to do is touch them. You know, don't know how many times I just want to like sit and drive in these cars. I'm like, no, it is a piece of history. Just yeah. so you cannot. And, and, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, that, that one of the things – all the vehicles in that museum run. Yeah. 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 So, so they're not trailer queens. I yeah. mean, they will start up and drive around. The only one is that Louis Matar car. You know, yeah. I think it would be a lot of money. But is that, that the craziest thing you've ever seen? Oh, my God. And the history going from Canada to Mexico nonstop? I would love to see Calvin out on the fender taking a shower, <laughs> yeah. you know, going 60, 70 miles an hour down the freeway. I don't think so. But you know what? It was a, it was back in the day. And don't you love it when you raise the hood? Looks yeah, like a see plumber's right yeah. looks oh, like a great. plumber's nightmare. <laughs> I go, how does he how did that guy do that? But and the family money. <laughs> yeah, and the family's here in town. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they come in on a periodic yeah, they do, yeah. Oh yeah, they love that. They love it being displayed out there. We, oh. That's our favorite. I, like I love having that car. I tell people all the time, you, you can go anywhere and everywhere you want, you will never see a, another car no, like it. We, we're the only ones to have yeah. it. I brought my friends into the museum, and that was the car they didn't stop talking about after yeah. I brought them out. I think it's a 48 Cadillac, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, with that monster trailer on the back. It could change <laughs> tires going down the freeway. Change oil, Change coolant. oil, yeah. coolant. It's got a little kitchen in the back seat. <laughs> Ironing board. Iron. They got a yeah. hookah in there, too. Yeah, I know. Like like draft beer. Yeah, beer. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a couple beer taps in there, yeah, too. Yeah, in the car. You man, know, after my own heart. I love that. That's it. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. And and those are the kinds of stories that are all throughout the museum. You know, it's not just the, the you know, the Cadillac. I mean, you've got Ferraris, you've got Rolls-Royces. Yeah. I mean, you've got cars from I mean, everywhere. The Elusive Luxuries exhibit we have right now, we have some great cars in there. We have uh Marvin Gaye's Rolls-Royce in there with, from West Coast Customs. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. It is a that beautiful car, Silver so. Cloud. Uh yeah. what is it? A uh, 53? Uh 63. No, 63. 63. Sorry, yes. Yeah. See, he, he said he didn't know anything about cars. To, that's why you have to have two curators, you know? Yeah, yeah right. it, it uh, kind of ended up being mostly a Lamborghini exhibit. That wasn't intentional, but uh, we have a 2012 Aventador. Uh, 82 Countach has been in the museum for God knows how long. Yeah. Um, at Murcielago, you know, lots of lots of great stuff. Um, you know, that'll be here until January. Our, mm-hmm. our next exhibit actually is going to be a little bit less uh, flashy, but still really interesting. What's um, it going to be? Tentatively, I'm calling it unpopular mechanics. It's going to kind of be controversial cars from, you know, probably the 40s all the way till the present. Um, so, so far we have a Chrysler Airflow from 1936 lined up for that. Really? We're going to use the, that Ford Edsel from our collection, which I'm really happy to get into the, the show floor again. Sure. Uh, maybe a Levi's themed gremlin that's been in the museum before. How about a Yugo? You gotta Not, find a Yugo. Yeah, I mean, hey, if anyone listening has one that they'd like to loan us, Please. we'd really appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. We're still looking for the last car to fill the the fourth spot. We're looking for you know an Aztec, a Corvair, or something like that. Pinto, perhaps. Pinto, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a, well, and that's just it. You know, and all people have to do is go to the museum. Exactly. Send a picture. Say, hey, I got this. If you'd like to display it for six months or whatever the time frame is, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we love when people Any, do that. Yes. You know, it's it's really you know even if it's not something that you think will fit, you know, like the exhibit we just mentioned or something like that. We love any loan offers just because it allows us to really sure have a good pool of stuff to pull from. You know, and also any lenders get a get a free one year membership mm-hmm. to the museum, which you know gets them and a couple guests in. You know, wow. the whole year. Please, please contact us on the museum website. Anything you have when it comes to having a car that you think might be worthy of the museum, and even if you think it's not, contact us. We love it. We love having all the opportunities possible. We will enter you into our database, and you might be happy with what happens. Car and motorcycle. Oh, yeah, car yeah, and either. motorcycle. And the website is? Uh, it is actually, you know, probably. Uh, I, it's, I just didn't. I think it's sdautomuseum.com. Yeah. yeah. We're curators. <laughs> yeah, you're not computer you're not, not computer guys. All right, let's take a quick break. We come back a whole lot more right here on San Diego Automotive Museum Radio. All right, folks. Welcome back to San Diego Automotive Museum Radio, right here on FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy, the answer. This segment's brought to you by, or the whole hour is brought to you by, the King. That's King Almanpour, number one lawyer accident uh, lawyer in San Diego County for over twenty five years. He's been San Diego Union Tribune Readers Poll winner like five years in a row. When in doubt, call the King six one nine three 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 three. Again, 619-333-3333. You can't beat it. They'll make an appointment, have you come in, take a look at your case, and if there's anything he can do to help you out, trust me, he will. He has gotten so much money for his clients, it's unbelievable, and he is everywhere. So wherever you're listening to it, especially in the San Diego, L.A., Orange County, Irvine, Temecula, Bakersfield, San Bernardino, Riverside, and North County area, please give him a call and thank him for sponsoring the uh, San Diego Automotive Museum Radio. We've got uh, Peter Gambino and Calvin King. And right, how many people ask you about the Gambino family? <laughs> Every day, right? No matter where I go, no it's all like, <laughs> don't you hate that? It'll be the most random people too. Like I'm going on to like a campground or something, and the lady who takes the uh, money for the campground, she's like, "Oh, I don't want to mess with you." Ah! I'm like. Oh wow! I made it this whole road trip without. Yeah, without right. Bringing it up. Well, you do look like you could might belong to the Gambino family. I don't know. Yeah, distant, distant. You know, don't, we don't talk about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. Well, everybody thinks I'm related to Bob Stahl Chevrolet, so don't oh. feel bad. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I, I thought you were. I knew it. I knew it. I've had people call me Bob more than they call me Dave. In fact, I had a guy up the other day called up. And he said, "Hey, man." see me at a restaurant he said i just bought a chevy truck from you and i tell you that was the best deal i ever got i says fantastic man make sure you use the service department <laughs> my wife looks at me she says you can't keep doing this i said i don't want to embarrass the guy and you know make him feel like he's goofed up and didn't do my name right but you know but that's beside so the point so peter and calvin are assistant curators you know i don't think we've ever had assistant curators before I, I, I don't think I don't think the position existed prior to like a couple months ago, to be honest. With I don't you. think so either. Yes. But there again, that's Lenny's vision. Yeah, I mean, it is a museum. You would think that an assistant curator or curatorial positions and staff should exist, right? But surprisingly, <laughs> it did not before Lenny. So yeah. we got to thank him for that. Thank him for my job. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and we got to thank the general public because if it wasn't for the donations, mm-hmm. oh, 100 percent, and 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 people that that will you know you know give him money to help keep that museum, you guys wouldn't be sitting here talking Definitely. to me because. 
wouldn't have a job. Yeah, we're a nonprofit, so it all comes back to the community. You know, if it exactly. wasn't if it weren't for all of them, we wouldn't be here. So, so the curious, I would be like, how long are you guys going to hang in here? I got a feeling you're going to be here a while. <laughs> I, I love it here. I, yeah, I'm stay for a while. How, I mean, how could you not? Unless you went to your own museum and had yeah. to do and learn from what Lenny has done and his team mm-hmm. and take that to another museum. But I could. I mean, this looks like a museum that you could stay and just have a career. Yeah, and we're in on the ground floor too. You know, so isn't that cool? It, it is awesome. I can't wait for all the renovations that are coming yeah, those to the museum. Huge. It's going to be and both a world class facility. And both of you at the age that you're at to think. You're on the ground floor of something. I know, right? Because <laughs> normally, you know, you figure you get out of college, you're going to go into an established business, you know, and you're going to make make you know, contributions, but not like what you mm-hmm. make here. Yeah. Because they listen to what you have to say. And that's something that is so amazing, like mm-hmm. at the San Diego Automotive Museum, is that everybody has a say in what goes on. Right. And, and being a young person coming straight out of college, you know, you usually don't get that benefit of the doubt for your ideas. They're not going to listen to you. Yeah, exactly. But they do. They listen to us, and and it's great. It's a very rewarding position. Yeah. Well, because they, they realize if you feel good about coming to work, you're going to work even that mm-hmm. much harder. Yeah. I know. Sometimes I forget I'm even getting paid when I come in there. Well, <laughs> and that's the key, man. If you could find a job that you don't even know you're you know working – you know that's that's truly the, the the key. So now, do you guys have specific areas that you work in, or do you kind of a jack of all trades? Um, I mean, we kind of divvy it up just on our own, kind of based off of like what we both like doing. You know, Peter's really big into the archive, so he's kind of been doing a lot, getting that in shape. Okay, um, I'm a bit more literary minded, so I, I work on a lot of our narratives and stuff like that, and that kind of like oh, div- so you put the boards out, yeah, you know, yeah. We, we we both work on those, but you know, I I think I like it a little bit more if I'm being <laughs> honest. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, we uh, it's 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 great because we work together really well as a team, right. and it's it's been nice having someone else to like you know bounce ideas I off sure of do and well. do that kind of stuff. And, and the beauty of it is, and and is that you don't come in with any conceived notions because you're really neither one of you are heavy duty car guys. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So you, and I know that sounds strange, but that's that's a fresh breath of fresh air. We have no biases. Yeah. <laughs> You're actually coming in maybe as a person that would come in and to, to look at the museum exactly, yeah. and not say, well, geez, how come you don't have all 55 Chevys or how come you don't have all Mopars? But no, I mean, you look at, you look of, you know, uh, as artwork. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. You know, and that, and I think that's the key. So it's how history. big, how big is this library going to get? Oh man, I'm really looking forward to this library. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be pretty big, and it's going to it's going to have nice windows looking yeah. out over Balboa Park. Oh it's, really? Oh yeah, it's going to be a great little library for the. Is community. it going to be on the floor? or Is it going to uh, go upstairs? It's going to be on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Okay. same spot. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can't imagine moving it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like it'll be, it'll be a great resource for the community too, because people will be able to come do research mm-hmm. on their old cars, right. stuff Like that, which is really huge for us because you know if we can make our you know library our collection accessible to the public that's that's really us achieving our goal and you know really you know giving back to the community in that sense especially because a lot of this car stuff you know prior to the 50s is really not common knowledge and no it's some of this stuff is really only in print you'll find people that don't know anything about it right you know want to learn about it right these old manuals from you know 1935 are going to allow them do that right that's that feels really good for me personally you know yeah. knowing that we'll be able to help people out in that and, and just so you'll know folks don't get all panicky you cannot check out any books no <laughs> you can you could you guys will make copies yeah of pages yes. of areas like maybe the electrical schematic of a 39 Duesenberg or what have you but on the other side of that all you old farts out there that have got all these books me included I have a massive collection of, of <laughs> shop manuals and owner's manuals that I'm just waiting for Lenny to pull the trigger, and they will cut – because I, I would never 
just sell them. Yeah. I would rather have it. You know, sell them, you sell it to one person. And it, to me, it's not about the money. It's about educating the masses. Because if it goes Definitely. to the museum, it educates thousands. If you yeah. sell it to one person, then the, no one will ever see those books again. Yeah, there are treasure troves of information in print that we just, like, me and him have full experience with this when we're trying to write yeah. narratives sometimes where it's like, man, I just can't seem to find what I'm looking for online, and it's in a book. Exactly. You know? And, yeah, and one day when the, when the, when the library is totally dialed in, well, it's funny, I have a complete hardbound copies of the beginning and the end of the Dodge Viper. Oh, wow. From dodge okay so this is the real deal mm-hmm. and they were given to me and i was told that if you if i catch these on ebay <laughs> he says you'll be in so much they trouble belong in a museum <laughs> they're gonna go they're gonna go to a museum because you know the vipers is probably one of the most eclectic cars out there yeah but these books cover i mean they were from the factory mm-hmm. yeah that's that's awesome and yeah, that and that's what people and because you are uh, a non-profit Yep. You know, whatever the value is of that stuff, you could use that for a write-off if you have a tax issue yeah. and you want to yeah, get yourself out of trouble. <laughs> and if you want to make some room in your house, like I do. But that's another story. And then I can always come down and visit my stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, that's, that's the, the nice best part. part. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for you exhibitors out there. If you want to loan us something, you get a free membership. Like Calvin had said earlier, you know, come oh, down, yeah. look at your car. It's a win-win situation for both of us. Absolutely. I can't wait for the kids' corner to come in. Oh yeah, it's already partially open right now. We haven't gotten the uh, the Legos like for the racetracks done yet, but we do have two arcade games ready for kids, and oh, those yeah. are really fun. Yeah, I love watching kids play on them. I keep forgetting. I've got a really good friend of mine. And I've told Lenny. And I keep. I, I've got a Randy Waitman is his name, and Randy he used to race at Barona and Paris in sprint cars, mm. and then after he either crashed or <laughs> he he never sold any of them. So what he did is he took the sprint cars and put a video game in it oh so you could actually physically get in a true full-blown race car and huh. you can and you can wow that is amazing drive the simulator well <laughs> on that note we actually do have like a for, for the adult corner that we kind of have coming <laughs> together uh we have a new racing simulator that uh you know lenny picked up that's probably the closest you can get to actually you know racing a lot of these famous tracks uh, you know outside of being in a car yourself um you know, full hydraulic seat, that really? kind of stuff. Yeah, if you, hit, if you hit a wall, you'll feel it. Have you uh, done it? Have you done it? Yeah, we, we've both done yeah, it. You know, we're fun. both trained it's on it. It's, it's, it's a really great addition to the museum because it allows people to kind of have that interactive experience. And it's very humbling. Yeah, no, it is. It's it is. very humbling. Exactly, yes. When you think you're Mr. Jimmy Johnson and you go into the turn and you start banging up against yeah, exactly. a wall. And, and it is really realistic. The wheel is fighting you back every inch of the way. You're like trying to turn it and you're just like, like it's like a full workout. <laughs> There's like, a reason because you went in too hot. You know? Exactly, exactly. I know. Well, and, and again, you know, it's, it's all about the experience. Yeah. You know, that's... That's really what the museum needs to be. It needs to be interactive, mm-hmm. you know, not just walking around. Mm-hmm. But then another uh, job opportunity for folks, especially, you know, the older generation or just somebody that's really into cars and bikes is to be a, a docent. Yeah. yeah. Those guys and girls are off the charts. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And nobody loves doing that better than a docent. I mean, they love <laughs> to talk about the history of the automobile. They teach us every, something every single day. Like, sure. Yeah. Especially being people who aren't huge car buffs, these docents are like a lifesaver, lifesavers right. for us sometimes. And don't you have tours? Like if somebody wants to put a tour together, for yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. docents we, will we, put tours into Yeah, so tours. If, if, you, uh, if you make a reservation with us, we can do tours that it'll be guided by our docents, right. which are, you know, 
there's no one better to do it because they're just such a fantastic wealth of knowledge when it comes to these cars, you know, be it racing, right. you know, customs, whatever. They know about it, which is sure. great. And another one, too, that I think is, 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 is it hasn't been utilized as much as it should, and that's birthday parties, anniversaries. Yeah, we host events. <laughs> you could, you know, bring your kids in, you know, for a birthday party. You know, the floor is so well laid out. Where before, it'd be pretty hard. I mean, you'd have to move almost everything to put an event. Yeah, definitely. But the way the floor is laid out, even though there's more vehicles in there, with and you still have tons of room for an event without having to worry about banging into cars and motorcycles or what have you. And what kid wouldn't go go sideways to have a birthday party in an auto museum? Especially once we uh, get those Mattel cars back in soon, we're having the bone. Oh, what is it? Bone crusher. Bone shaker. Oh, bone shaker. The bone shaker. Hot Wheels. Cars coming back in, and some of those Star Wars ones too. You know, well, and you know who's really behind that, and that's uh, Morgan, Lenny's daughter. Yeah. She is a Hot Wheel fanatic, from what <laughs> I understand. And I think Lenny actually went up to the Hot Wheels uh, uh, Corporation just to go on a tour. So, yeah, well, he's a car guy, she's a car girl, and yeah. so the whole family is. All right, let's take one more break. When we come back, a whole lot more right here on San Diego Automotive Museum Radio on FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to San Diego Automotive Museum Radio. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by King Almond Poor. Boy, I tell you what. If you ever need a, a lawyer, been in an accident, got hurt, 619-333-3333. The King has been noted by the San Diego Union-Tribune Reader's Poll five years in a row as number one. Cars, motorcycles. If you've been injured, he's got over 25 years' experience and a slew of lawyers that can help you out. And nobody will get you the money you deserve better than the king. 619-333-3333. All right, hey, we've got uh, Peter Gambino and Calvin King. They're both assistant curators for the san diego automotive museum and yes they're both under the age of 30 <laughs> which is kind of unique uh you would think a curator would have to be old and crotchety and know everything about the old cars but bringing uh, fresh blood in at a very young age i mean lenny is a wizard i mean he knew exactly what he was doing when he hired these two gentlemen and they're as passionate as lenny is and that's what lenny is doing he's putting together a team of passionate people don't have to be automotive you know you don't have to be a gearhead you just have to want to give back to the community and you want to make a mark and trust me peter and calvin will definitely do that so now is there anything we missed that you definitely wanted to talk about? Yeah, our, uh, our it's actually kind of one of the, the biggest reasons we came is to talk about our vocational education program. That's, we touched uh, a little bit, but let's get <laughs> let's get into it. Yeah, so uh, you know, fresh out of the gala, we we got a lot of money towards the vocational education program, which is really just um, it's it's helps the museum give back even more to the community than it already does, and um, it's kind of broken up into two parts as. Uh, our, our little education team put this together, put a little bit together for us. So it's, it's, it's broken up into career exploration and a summer program. So the, the career exploration takes place during the, uh, the school year. And it's, um, you know, the kids just go on field trips to different automotive events and stuff like that around San Diego. Um, you know, the January field trip slated to come to our storage facility in National City. So they get to, mm-hmm. you know, see the old cars, interact with them, mm-hmm. talk to Steve Hansen, our other team down there who are 
super knowledgeable about all that stuff and kind of give them a little bit of an idea of what they do on a daily basis at our facility. Then they're going to go to Southwestern Community College and work with the auto shop stuff there, kind of get some hands-on experience Mm -hmm. with that. Um, And then they're going to go to the Mission Hills Automotive Facility um, and just kind of get more experience they're going to be um, in April. They're going to be at the La Jolla Concourse as little junior judges and kind of like go through the cars and, you know, work with the different people there. And then in May, which is probably the biggest, um, you know, field trip, they're going to go to West Coast Customs and get to like see what happens there and kind of see like the fully realized restoration right. custom experience. Um, so, yeah, that that I mean, is so exciting for those kids because they get to, you know, meet a lot of like, you know, famous people locally, get to see a lot of cool cars and it really just helps them stay engaged with that kind of stuff well see i can help you guys there too because we have a couple of builders here in town that are world class they may not have been on tv like west coast customs or dave kindig and bitchin rides <laughs> and what have you but randy clark that has hot rods and custom stuff in escondido builds some of the most amazing cars you've ever seen and i'm sure he'd be open to a field trip as well so just to keep it wow yeah you know, somewhat yeah. local uh painters you know there's some there's some painters around here the low riders yeah how do these how do you get a low rider car to to get the hydraulics and there's companies in town uh there's another guy that builds custom engines from bare blocks of steel wow that's amazing see and that is the beauty of the program is it has endless capabilities totally and you never know which any one of those displays or tours that will go my gosh, I got to do that. I want right? to do yeah. that. We really are here to just inspire these kids, you know, give them a chance to. I want to take them up to Barona Speedway. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know? definitely. Yeah. Have that you guys awesome. ever been up there? Yeah. 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 And I work with all the, in fact, that shows in two more hours. I bring little kids in, you oh, know, awesome. that race at Barona. <laughs> because, I mean, if you're the greatest race driver in the world, it's fine. But if you can't talk, <laughs> if you can't, then you're not going to get any sponsors. <laughs> so so that's one wing of it. What's the other the, side of it? Uh, yeah, the other one is the summer program, which is a seven-week program. That's when they will, you know, get their hands nice and dirty, you know, ah. really, uh, <laughs> like experience some stuff. So during the summer program, participants will engage in hands-on learning and mechanical skills. They will learn budgeting and fiscal management and connect with mentors, internships, and possible apprenticeships. Right. So the Mondays will be dedicated to field trips and guest speakers and the uh, two, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays are most likely going to be partnered with our uh, what is it? These our I'm sorry, with Morse High School at, on Wednesdays and Fridays and Tuesdays and Thursdays is going to be the Unified High School District. Is so, this all on the website by chance? Uh, no, it, I do not. Is I it? I think it is. Um, we or, also have some information in the the gift shop and stuff like that. If people are curious, or they can just it. come down and, and you know snag one of you guys. Yeah, or exactly. Girls yeah. And, more of a reason to come down to the museum and kind I of check so. that stuff out, especially because like with auto shops out of schools now, for the most part, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. them still getting this community or this um, experience, you know, working on this stuff and the sense of community with each other working on these cars. I mean, there was that Cadillac that was just on. Yeah. I think it was on TV recently that these, these kids worked on restoring and stuff right. with Steve down at our facility and at Morse High School, and that it's so cool because I mean, if if I had had a chance to do auto shop in high school, I would have done it. Sure. Um, and it might have, you know, sparked my interest in cars a little right. bit prior to me working at the museum, but that's just not really an option anymore at the way schools are headed in funding, that kind of stuff. So us right. being able to still give kids that experience is huge. Well, there's a, there's a museum out in Campo called the Motor Transport Museum, mm. and they bring kids in to teach them how to work on trucks. Oh, you oh know, nice. They have a 1927 Cadillac. <laughs> That's and cool. you could take a glass of water, set it on top of the motor, and it won't even ripple while it's running. Oof. 
I mean, but they teach them how to work wow. on. So yeah, there's so, there's so many opportunities. You guys will be busy it's, forever. I mean, it's amazing. Like uh, we're trying to bring project cars in. We're doing a partnership with Morse High School in the San Diego Unified High School District. So what we want to do is you know bring project cars into their bays and so they can you know really learn how to work on them. It's what we did, like he was just talking about with the Cadillac. You know, we had them fix the pinstriping on this thing and sent it over to the Las Vegas Concourse. You know, like these, they really got to have hands-on experience wow. with it and and see their the fruits of their labor. You know, sure. over in the Las Vegas concourse, and now it's down at the museum. You know, the, wow. these things is, is it really is just amazing thing for yep. a student to be able to do. Well, and that's and that's you know I, I have the same. Yeah, well, everybody needs to give back penny to a million because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if you're not giving back, what are you doing here? You're yeah, exactly, sucking air and wasting time. <laughs> so, and the museum is probably the best place. And the reason I bring that up, donations. You can donate cars. You can donate property. You can donate. I don't care what. You know, if you you're the last one on the on the family, and you you don't want all the stuff. Donate it to the auto museum. They'll come pick it up. They'll take care of it. They'll liquidate it. You'll get a tax write off because for you guys to do all these programs, you're going to have to move kids around. Yeah, and that's not free because you got to have the insurance. You got to have the vehicles. You got to have a lot of the liability aspects of it. So it's 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 a it's a revolving wheel that needs to be fed just to keep these programs alive and well. And and they're so important. I mean, you know, we try to target a lot of underprivileged high schoolers. Right. And, you know, hopefully that these participants, they can receive internships, jobs, or opportunities, you know, to further their auto education uh, in the future, you know, once the program is over and once they're done with it. You know, even if they don't um, get a degree, they'll have the resume and the experience sure. going out and get a job because that's more important. I can tell you right now, I take care of this radio show by selling sponsors. That's how I pay for it. Most of my sponsors are car shops, you know, repair shops, NAP Auto Care, AAA, ASE certified mm-hmm. shops. I walk in every Friday to collect my check, and I don't get, hey, Dave, how's it going? It says, can you find me a technician? Mm-hmm. Can you find me a parts person? Can you find me a service writer? So the jobs are out there. Technicians are making over a hundred grand a year. Yeah. A hundred grand a year. Wow. And you're not even getting dirty and greasy like you did back in the day when I did it. You just got to have computer skills yeah. and know how to read a scanner and know how to do diagnosis. And if we don't start doing this today at the museum, I'm so thrilled that they see the future, the lack of yeah. what's out there, and your guy's going to try to make an impact, which I know you will. It's going to be absolutely huge. Yeah, I mean, giving back to the community is what we you know pride ourselves in. Right. 100%. You know, hopefully we, we can share that experience with a lot of people and uh, also, you know, show people who have given to the community just as much, if not more, than the San Diego Automotive Museum has. Right. You know, because we're trying to get Thomas Weller, the San Diego Highwayman. We're having an exhibit for him. I understand. I'm sure you guys all know him. <laughs> 1954 Mercury it used to be an ambulance, the original <laughs> one, and he had more red lights and flashing lights on that thing than you can shake a stick at. And he ran the 8, Highway 8, yep, yep. flat tire, ran out of gas, whatever the case may be. And he was... I'm not going to call him a mechanic because that's what they used to call him, but I'd say he's a technician because yeah. it takes a skill. He would literally fix your car. He had car parts. He, he had, had everything. everything you needed. Everything. everything. Yeah. It's crazy. And if you didn't have it on him, he'll drive back and go get it from his house for you. Yeah, that was the right. best part about it. Or he'd him. even go to the parts house and he'd turn yeah, around exactly. and grab it and come back out. So when's that display coming together? Uh, we're trying to get that figured out for some time, uh, you know, post like February, March. So you're going to have to make it, I mean, really make it. What we're trying to really show how much he, he has done for the community. When I went to go visit him uh, over at his like little ranch setup, he has the amount of things that have been written about this man, <laughs> and the amount of amazing letters he's gotten from people who were just so thankful yeah. for what he's done for them. Because like, he wouldn't he has take a, money. No, nope. he would not take anything. And mm-hmm. he says, you know, just pass it on. You know, just do That's something it. nice for the next person you yeah. see. 
And it's just an amazing experience meeting him. You see his house, and it's just covered all oh. over in and all of these just newspapers talking well, about him, international are, that's papers. His, that's his honor. Yeah. It's, it's, he loves it. And, you know, he's super honored to even – like he's really, really excited to have his car down at the museum. Right. You know, well, we can't wait to have it happen, guys. Believe it. Was that not a fast hour or what? Oh, yeah. It was quickest hour. Told you it goes by like a nanosecond, and we got to do it again, gentlemen. I can't thank you enough, Peter Gambino and Calvin King. You guys are definitely a star of the museum, right along with the rest of them, because <laughs> everybody pulls their weight, and that's why it's as, as successful as it is. Definitely. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back. You ought to know right here on. FM 961 AM 1170, the answer. Get in a wreck and need a check, then call the king. Get in the crash and need some cash, then call the king. 200 million recovered. Who? Attorney King. If you in pain, he'll make you rain. Attorney King. Pick up the phone and dial. The number's easy. 619-333-3333. Have you been injured in a car or motorcycle accident? Well, there's only one number to call. Helping clients in San Diego for over 25 years. Attorney King. Remember, the number's easy. 619-333-3333. God bless. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.